Welcome to the Just a Runner's podcast, where we discuss all things running, racing, and more. I'm Bruce McIntosh, a middle of the packer who loves to talk running and racing. Alrighty, on with the show. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 18 of the Just a Runner's podcast. And uh, let's see here, this week, uh, just want to first announce, and you could be the first ones in there. Uh, I started the uh, Just a Runner's podcast Facebook group. Uh, obviously found on Facebook. Just give it a look. Uh, so far, I'm the only one in there since I hadn't actually told anybody or invited anybody else in yet. So just thought I'd get, set it up a few days ago just to have it ready for when I put out this podcast. So I figured this would be a good time to tell everybody about it. Uh, just thought I'd do it to kind of... That might be better. Uh, get our uh, somewhere to, so you could be the first to know when the podcast coming out and discuss anything running and things like that. Uh, I do it in other running groups too, but thought I have one just for any listeners who may not be in any of them uh, for uh, of the podcast. If if you're only a podcast listener, this would be good for you. Yeah, if I, so, uh, not that I'm very hard to follow on social media at all. So, uh, let's see here. And uh, first one in, I, I did send an invite to my wife, and she never even, uh, I don't think she ever accepted it. So, see what happens with that soon. And uh, maybe she's just not that interested in my podcast. It's hard to say. Uh, um, but, uh if you're the first one in there, uh, sure we should have some sort of grand prize. Like you can win a solo run with me, or uh, and uh, some sort of beverage afterwards, depending on the time of day. Certain restrictions apply. Uh, like the run's got to be in the Youngstown area. I'm not, you know, going to travel long distances for it. Sorry, that's just uh, my contest, my rules. And or you can win nothing at all and be happy with it. Or uh, anybody in the group. If you want to be featured on the just a runner's podcast, let me know. Be happy to maybe we can get together and just uh, talk about whatever and uh, your running and uh, any running plans or anything like that you wish. Okay, that's uh, so I got that set up. It's really not hard to make a group uh, on Facebook. So, and if you haven't done it, really, there's not a lot to it. I think one of the hardest things, and I've seen this in some of the other groups that I joined, is basically keeping people interested and keeping uh, the group alive. And oops, sorry about that. And keep, you know, trying to keep interest in your group. Uh, some of them doing more for a specific thing, and uh, once that passed, the group naturally died. Many people left it, but uh, some of them uh, keep going. So, like I said, I'm in one with my running group, and it's fairly active, I feel. Just a couple of people are very much more active than others, yeah, but I, I would imagine that's normal. Okay. And now, this week's uh, training week in review. How'd my running week in review? Well, so there's no races, so it was just training this week. Uh, just got 23 miles in. This was kind of a messed up week. 
I think I was originally going to cross train on Monday. Uh, ended up at the dentist and didn't get anything done. No workout. Uh, Tuesday, did exploratory run over in Poland, Ohio. And it, I think it proved pretty good. We could, uh, there's a press coffee shop nearby there that we could easily use to have our morning runs from. And then there's Wednesday. That was a short day there. Wednesday was my regular group run. We were in Niles, got on the bike path over there. No, wait. Where were we? Oh, no. I am sorry. Got my weeks confused. Uh, we were actually, last Wednesday, we were out in Boardman at Mill Creek Park and ran on the bike and hike trail there. Uh, went and had a good meal at 4010 Bar, uh, 4010 Restaurant, whatever you want to call it. Uh, uh, afterwards, we had a, what did we have there? I think we had about six or seven of us there. And so it was a nice little group run and got my miles in that way. Just kept it a nice, easy pace. And then uh, Thursday, uh, Thursday was another. See, this week really got screwed up. I was going to run, try to get speed work done on Thursday. And ended up, uh, <laughs> totally got, I had to, went to a funeral showing. Uh, Would have been my dad's. Uncle, I really don't know that side, that part of the family very well at all. And the, my mother needed a ride, so ended up going with her there. Uh, just kind of one of those things I thought I should do. Went right after work, and then uh, thought about running after it, and ended up going to the gym. But uh, wife said uh, my stepdaughter uh, had wanted to go to the yoga class with me so I went there instead and did the hour-long yoga class so I felt stretched out uh so this week was really uh not sure how I'm gonna work yoga and if I want to do my speed work on Thursday it's either that or I guess I could do it and then go to yoga afterwards uh most weeks so but got the little bit of trains that training in so that kind of worked out pretty well as far as that goes but that the yoga class is something I would like to try to keep going to uh, regularly Friday which normally was a rest day I decided to go ahead and uh, because of the weather I ended up going over getting on the treadmill getting three miles on and kind of kind of sort of like uh, Higdon describes his uh, uh, Tempo runs, it was kind of, I started it really slow and just kept inching it up one-tenth of a mile faster at a time for almost 20 minutes. So almost every minute would take it up another tenth until I got it about as fast as I could handle and then started cutting it back pretty quick. Just did three miles, but uh, that was a decent workout. Nothing great, just get some more miles in. And on Saturday, another group run, and there was six of us. And because of, if you didn't know, well, depending on when you're listening, this may not make any sense. But uh, apparently, a snowstorm was supposed to hit Saturday and into Sunday, and it was supposed to start sometime Saturday morning or afternoon. And, well, so I decided to get my long run done 
on Saturday rather than take the chance on missing it because there's a foot or more snow. And I've heard reports anywhere from 5 to 10, then it was 10 to 16 or 17. And I saw up to 17, and then the last report. So we ended up somewhere around 10 to 11 inches uh, by the time it was all done on Sunday. But uh, it hadn't started Saturday morning, so ended up running with the group. And I, uh, three of us went 9.4 miles just to get that in. We started downtown Youngstown uh, near the Pressed uh, Coffee Bar and went from there into Mill Creek Park, did a big loop, uh, and uh, came back and ended up, like I said, nine Plenty of hills because we went to Mill Creek Park, but uh, got 9.4 in, got the long run done, happy about that. Then Saturday, uh, didn't get, I didn't go running in the morning. All that snow out there, had to do some work outside, did some shoveling and stuff. So ended up going, decided by that afternoon, about one o'clock, well, I think by 12 or so. Had the cars dug out and decided to go ahead and venture out. It wasn't too bad driving, snow covered, but not, you know, horrible. And went over to the YMCA in Boardman, uh, got in my, got in three and a half miles total. I did three miles on the treadmill, just went easy, tried to do it like a recovery run, uh, keeping my heart rate down. But uh, they have an indoor track and I, it sounds bad. <laughs> it's this loop on the second floor, and down below is the basketball courts, which is open in the middle, and they got the track going around it. And apparently, it's 17 loops to one mile. So I saw after I did the treadmill for three miles, I said, I want to see how what it's like to just decide to go over there and try it out. And just did a few loops, about a half mile, I figured. I was testing a little bit on the Garmin. It looked like the Garmin was keeping track. At first, I had it so I could uh, monitor my heart rate for my... I'm just obsessive about things. But uh, I had it on uh, run inside, which I think is supposed to be for the treadmill. It looked like it was keeping track of it that way. And then I uh, flip, turned it off and flip, saved that and turned it back over to just regular run like I would do outside to see if the, it would pick up the GPS. And I think it was fairly close. I, I ran two tenths according to my watch. I think I was counting the laps. I think I, it matched up. I only, I, like I said, every tenth would be one and then not even one and a half laps. So, uh, so I'm not sure, two tenths, two thirds. So I had it on for three laps or something like that. Uh, and it came out with three or four laps. I can't even remember now. But said two tenths. So if I don't want to do the uh, what you call it, the uh, treadmill, 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 uh, I'll jump on that track and try to get some. See if the watch will keep track. There's, there's no way I'm going to be able to count. I'm not going to keep track. 17 loops per mile. That's just too much to keep count of while you're trying to run. And I, like I said, I usually listen to other podcasts and stuff like that while I'm running, if I'm alone. So uh, I may do it next time. Or if I had one mile I wanted to do as a warm-up or something, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to work it in. To me, I, it may be better than the treadmill. And 
Right now, one reason I'm doing the treadmill is uh, to get my inside running done. Uh, not I'm, That made no sense. But uh, one reason I am running inside is to get my speed work in. Uh, the weather in Ohio throughout uh, the next couple of months would make it very difficult to do it. So I'm just going to go there, do whatever type of speed work I'm planning. And we'll be talking about that a little bit here. Okay, but that that's how the week went. Nothing spectacular. Uh, this week coming up, uh, pretty much going to try to get my regular routine down. And we'll go from there. And my long run for this Sunday, hopefully I can get it in on Sunday. It's supposed to be 14 miles. Uh, I haven't checked ahead on the weather. It might just be cold. Hopefully, hopefully it's nothing more than that. And let's see what's coming up. Okay, on my upcoming schedule, there are two of the... I decided to go ahead and do these two races. Uh, one's called the Winter Sprinter. Uh, hold on one second here. Okay, Meridian Winter Sprinter. Uh, it's a four-mile run and one-mile fun walk. Walk and pancake breakfast. Pancakes are always good. Uh, Saturday, February 2nd. So I'm wondering how, what kind of shape uh, going to be on. It's uh, at the Mill Creek Canfield Bike Trail in McMahon Hall. Okay, I know the bike trail. I've run it many times. That time of the year, I'm not sure what kind of condition. Hopefully, they have uh, something in place so that if it snows or something, the trail will be cleared, at least for the part of the race we're on. Uh, let's see here. After the race, we'll go to McMahon Hall and stay warm and enjoy some hot chocolate and pancakes. That sounds like a good Saturday morning to me. Uh, that's me, though. Uh, doesn't start till the race. They got the one-mile walk at 10 a.m. and the four-mile run at 10.45, so... If I don't do anything else, I could sleep in on a Saturday, which would be nice. Um, the breakfast is included for all runners. Water five dollars at the door for non-participants. Well, makes my that makes it pretty easy. Uh, that's why I uh, part of the reason I did it. There eight are those the age groups? Huh, I didn't notice that. Awards for the four-mile run. Male and female overall, top three female and top three male places in each age group. Uh, 23 and under, 24 to 39, 40 to 55, 56 plus. Those are some very wide and different age groups, but uh, I kind of get to feel I, I haven't heard much about this. The only thing I know about Getting, getting the impression the people that put this on weren't really runners or whatever. I could be wrong. I'm not sure who's putting it on, but or they don't want to have a lot of age group awards. Either way, uh, kind of decided to add that to my training, uh, to my uh, race schedule, and we'll go from there. My uh, oh, so that's on February second coming up. Basically, with my plan, if I'm going to add a race in on a Saturday, I'm trying to make sure it's not on one of my real long weekend runs. So I don't want to do like a four mile, hard four mile race one day and do 18, 20 miles the next. Um, 
I do believe I had that. Where is my schedule? I had it here. Uh, yeah, I'm really organized. That week, it's supposed to be eight mile on Sunday. So I decided no speed work that week on Thursday and save it and go all out for the four miler. So, and the other one, let me look that one up. Hold on here. Okay, the other one's a little further away, so hopefully we'll have better weather, decent weather for it. It's the Boardman Rotary Pancake 5K. So there is one theme going on here with the pancakes. Uh, Boardman Rotary, I've, I've known for years. They uh, had a pancake breakfast uh, a couple weekends during Lent, on, usually in March. And uh, last year, yeah, last year was the first year running it. They... Uh, started a 5k to go along with and it included uh all you can eat pancakes after the race with it so that was just kind of a nice little touch i thought and running in boardman park so uh that's a well so it's a 5k um let me think here what else and did it last year it was an all right course i don't think i went all out i think i was trying to do it like a race pace uh run this year i might just see what i can do uh they have well they got age group awards there are there's a little more normal there 12 and 12 and under 13 17 18 to 24 25 29 30 to 39 40 to 49 50 to 59 that ain't right you know, hit 30, and then they want to go with the 10-year age groups. Get more. Where do you think all, a lot of your runners are coming from? Anyway, uh, that one's uh, uh, is the Boardman Rotary Pancake 5K, March 30th. So I'm putting those on the schedule, and if anyone wasn't paying attention, uh, the main focus is on the Cleveland Marathon on May 19th. Uh, I'll be adding more to the schedule throughout the year. I want to at least get a dozen races this year. Shouldn't be a problem. Not for me. Uh, I started... Actually, I already have one. I need 11 more. Um, that'll give me 300 lifetime races. And trust me, uh, 12 is actually cutting back. And uh, for anybody in the area, if you get to... Uh, the Youngstown Roadrunners put out a booklet every year with all the rate, local races in it. I'll be adding... I'll be talking about some of them. Uh, especially the ones I plan to do. Mill Creek Distance Classics coming up on March 24th. Uh, they changed the course this year, so that could be a good or bad thing. Uh, it's still in Mill Creek Park, so there'll still be lots of hills. So you don't have to worry about that. I think they backed it up for the weather. I'm not sure. But you can get these booklets if you go to uh, Roadrunner Run. Here. I ended up running into Second Soul and Boardman on uh, 224. If you have to, you could look up Second Soul and Boardman, and you can get one there. They're two dollars, and a lot of, and a lot of the local races are in it. Uh, the two I just mentioned aren't in there, but uh, if anybody wants any more information or needs something, uh, happy to help you out. And but for right now, that's the race schedule in the short term. Uh, so that actually has four more races I'm planning to do. The Winter Sprinter on February 2nd, March. I'm going to turn that uh, 
Mill Creek Distance Classic Half Marathon into my long run for the day. And just add a few miles and run the half. Uh, that's on the 24th. And then on the Thursday, the following Saturday, the 30th, uh, go do the Pancake 5K. Boardman Rotary Pancake 5K on March 30th. So if you're not in the longer races, there's a couple short ones for you. And great way to get in speed work without uh, actually... Uh, Without actually having a plan to do speed work, I guess. I've uh, done it in the past. I, I don't mind doing it that way. Some people don't like to do a lot of races and uh, for whatever reason. I'm not one of them. I definitely want to be doing, <laughs> have really liked doing a lot of races. It's just the way I've always been. Uh, I think one year I thought about trying, I think when I was turning 50 or after I thought about trying to do 50 races while I was 50, or the year leading up to my birthday. But uh, a couple years ago, I gave that consideration, but it was just too much money. <laughs> too expensive. Okay, and, but that's my race schedule for now. And I really don't want to make this all about just my training and races. I mean, that's going to be part of it, obviously, but I do want to add some other things to it. You're welcome. Uh, now, I want to talk. I know I did an episode on this not too long ago, and my I wanted to talk about goal setting. I saw this. Uh, posted this. It was actually by the one YMCA's uh, Facebook page. They posted this uh, picture. Uh, goal setting. Try to use the smart method when you're goal setting. Now, that stands for specific. Measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So I'll use two examples here and go over uh, my two examples. If you're, let's say you weigh, I don't know, 200 pounds, which I'm getting very, very close to, or you want to run a marathon in a certain time, both of the, uh, which is exactly what I want to do at the Cleveland Marathon. So we'll definitely be, so... I'd want to be specific with my goal. Okay. Very specifically, uh, I guess I'd have to say a 422. I really want it to be anywhere between 415 and 430. I don't want to be over 430. I definitely want to see improvement. But rather than just say, just finish or, you know, I'm very specific to a point. Because I do believe uh, you also should do a A, B, and C goal when doing a marathon. A goal, you want something, you know, your number one goal, that'd be great if you hit it. You have your B goal, maybe still a challenge, but more attainable. And your C goal, which for like the marathon, it would be 415 would be A, B is 430, C is just finish. And uh, the second one was measurable. Now, like I said, if you were, say you were trying to lose weight, and I'm almost 200, if you were 200 pounds, instead of just saying you want to lose weight, to be specific, you would say, I want to lose 10 pounds. Uh, you know what, let's just go on with that. And, because that's measurable, you can measure it. Uh, with the marathon, it's measurable in that um, I'm putting out a time there that I want to go against. So, you're still measuring it. Is it attainable? 
a 430, I believe, is attainable for me. If I was sitting here and saying I want to qualify for Boston at the uh, Cleveland Marathon this year, now, I think it's attainable for me to get to eventually qualify for Boston. It's a long-term goal, but in Cleveland, it's it wouldn't be attainable. That wouldn't be a realistic goal. Uh, so, I'm so I'm trying to keep the goal for uh, Cleveland something that I think with a good training plan I could reach. And right now, I'm gonna. The 415 would be pushing it. That would be the high end of my goal. But I really think the 420 to 430, that's a attainable goal and relevant. Just like if you were trying to lose weight, if I weighed 200 pounds and I wanted to lose weight in a couple of months, because uh, uh, the last one's time bound, say, and for some reason I thought oh, I want to lose 50 pounds in two months, I don't think that's attainable. I don't think that's realistic. And but if I said ten pounds in two months, yeah, that's that's probably possible. If I tried, <laughs> I'm not really good at losing weight. Um, relevant? Well, most of these goals are relevant to me, just because uh, losing a little weight would be relevant to help me in my uh, goal for running the marathon in a certain time. So it's something I am. I didn't actually get if that's relevant or not. And you want to make it time-bound. You don't want to say, I want to lose 10 pounds and not have a specific time to do it in. You, I guess the mara instead of just saying, I want to run a, finish a marathon or sometime, I've said, I want to finish my marathon in four hours and 20 minutes at Cleveland Marathon on May 19th of this year. Whereas uh, if you said you wanted to lose 10 pounds, today's January 20th, and I want to do that by March 20th, that's time-bound. You're, you're giving yourself a time to do it. And that way, you have to stay on focus. It helps you stay on focus. And you have to keep working towards the goal. You can't just put it off or say, I'll start on it next week, because sooner or later, it'll be there. I've had to start training, so I can reach my goals for the Cleveland Marathon. So... I feel, uh, I'm not sure this is exactly what I meant, but I think if you set a goal and give it certain parameters, uh, especially if you're running a race, whether it's a 5K marathon or a triathlon, uh, just put it out there. I mean, setting a time goal for that rather than just saying, I'm just going to show up and run it and just finish or something. I think... You know, put a time goal on it, and you're making it measurable. Uh, try to give that goal a, a goal. I'm not saying make it easy, but attainable. Um, can I, re, you know, based on past performance, if I, I, I still think 420 is attainable, but that's the high end. 430, I think it's definitely possible. Uh, hopefully I'm not below 430, but... But uh, somewhere around 420 would be great. It's attain. I, I still think it's attainable. So I really, when I saw that today, and I really liked it, and just thought I'd share it and help people. Uh, if it helps anybody set a specific goal rather than and somehow get you motivated to stay on task for your goals by putting a certain time 
on it or when you have to do it by. Obviously, if you're signing up for a race, you uh, have a very specific goal. Uh, it's relevant. It's time-bound. It's measurable or they're timing it or or if it's just to finish the distance. I, I mean, for some people, just finishing a distance of a half marathon or a marathon or longer than that is a very... Uh, very specific goal and you know now that i've run you know if it was my first one just finishing would be the goal so all right well that's that was uh my uh little spiel about my uh goal setting so i guess uh guess that was just on my mind today this uh very cold day here so and now, it's time for the Just a Running Tip. Uh, this week, it's brought to you by me. Uh, we have no sponsors here. Come on, get serious. Uh, uh, today's hat tale, I was just going to say, I uh, mentioned uh, doing speed work earlier. One form of speed work I've done in many uh, many times before was the Yasso 800s. They were a very specific interval workout developed by Mark Bart Yasso, formerly of uh, Runner's World. Uh, read one of his books. I'm sorry, I don't have it with me. I have to give you the uh, It was a good book, too. I, it's a, okay, I forgot to get it. But I wasn't going to go. This isn't really about Bart Yasso. Uh, came up with this uh, workout plan where uh, that you do a half mile interval in at the adjusted time for what you are planning to do it in. So I mentioned doing the marathon in four hours and 20 minutes. So I would want to do my half miles in four minutes and 20 seconds. You just got to convert the hours and minutes to uh, minutes and seconds uh, and what you want to do is build up till you get to 10 of them if you can do 10 10 half mile intervals in uh, 4 hours and 20 minutes the theory goes that you would be able to run a marathon in 4 hours and 20 minutes if you can do the intervals in 4 minutes and 20 seconds I'm sure I just said that wrong but now he said he had done it and it worked out. I've heard other people say they can do it. Uh, now, when you start doing them, you, you, you would want to start at a lower number. La, wasn't last week. The week before, I did four of these as a start, starting point. And you want to build up throughout your training cycle till you get to 10. Maybe you want to do, if you get to 10 near the end of your training cycle. If you've done all the other work in your long runs, you should be capable of running a marathon in that time. In my instance, I'm trying to do them in 420 with the goal to run a four hour, 20 minute marathon. So I'm out there trying to do these. Now, maybe I don't really, nearby here, I don't really have a track that I go to. So I've come up, I'm either doing them on the treadmill not my favorite place to do them, but uh, got to do with what you got to do. And the other way was to do them 
there's a the bike path is really flat uh, in Mill Creek Park. One section of it, it's a mile and a half from one end to the other. So I'd go there, do my warm up, and do them. Oh, the one other thing you got to remember, you do the half mile. So for me, like I said, do it if I do a mile warm up, do my first half mile. Hopefully, I hit 420 on the nose. You know, no problem. And then you're supposed to take the same amount of time to do a quarter mile in between. So if you were at the track, after you get your warm up done, do your half, do two loops in 420, or whatever time you pick. If you want to do a three hour marathon, you know, you'd be doing them, trying to do them in three minutes. And then you do a quarter mile, in my case, uh, be four hours, 20, four minutes and 20 seconds. I'd still do the quarter mile in the same amount of time. That way you're, you got to give yourself a little bit of time. And so do the half, do the quarter mile and do the half in 420, do a quarter mile. And if I was at the track, it'd be one loop in 420. And then I do another half and just keep repeating that until I get to the uh, number of repetitions that I had planned for that day. Next time I do them, which will probably be, might be doing them this Thursday. That might, I think that's the plan. Um, I'm going to shoot for five. And like I said, I won't do them. There's a lot of different interval workouts you can do. And, um, I'm going to try to mix up the type of speed work I do. If you look at uh, how Higdon's playing, uh, which I'm kind of basing on, he, he either has hills, tempo, or intervals. He has different interval workouts. Uh, I'm going to be trying, I'm probably going to do the ASO 800s every other week. That's my plan right now. And how to do the, uh, the ASO 800s. That was your running tip of the week. Uh, thank you. And now I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, that's it for this week. And hopefully you get something out of it. Uh, I'm going to try to change it up a little bit, be a little more organized. Uh, probably won't have much luck with that. I wouldn't expect much. Uh, yeah, if anybody uh, wants to be a guest or co-host, please let me know. Well, I'll be happy to try to set something up. I'm not sure how I would do this if we had to do it online, but uh, we'll figure something out. If you're in the area, it'd be really be real easy. I'll just show up on my iPad and a mic. <laughs> all right, and let's see here. That's about all I gotta say today, and uh, just. Want to get in touch with me? Find me on Facebook. Uh, get signed up for the Facebook group, the Just the Runners uh, podcast. Facebook uh, group. Be the first one in. Hey, could be a great, well, some fun. And uh, oh, uh, email me, Gmail, uh, just the runner65 at gmail.com. And you can also find me at Instagram at Bruce underscore Macintosh79. So, uh, plenty of places to get a hold of me. Yeah, I'm on Strava too. I think it's under Bruce Macintosh. I have to look, I, I gotta get this organized. Make it easy for you guys to find me. I can't actually it can't be that hard to find me. All right, uh, it's Bruce Macintosh. You have a great day. Run hard and be kind. <laughs>